following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! Are you ready for a break? Uh, yes. Are you ready for a break? Absolutely. Ready for a break? Yeah, and um, so much for that. It's time for The Break on DallasCowboys.com. We were on the break! With Nick Eatman, David Hellman, Ambar Garcia, and Derek Eagleton. It is Tuesday, September 24th, 2019, season 15, episode number 50. Welcome to another edition of The Break. We're live from SWBC Mortgage Studios at the Star, talking Cowboys football for the next 45 minutes. Got my crew here with me, Danny Sirek. Special guest? Special yes, guest. <laughs> Sorry. Special guest. I didn't mean to imply that you weren't. Did Dad have something to say to him? Because I, I think Dad should have said something to him. <laughs> Sorry, well, you I wasn't special right, last Mr. week. Mr. Sarek, I'm sorry. Yeah, my parents, I don't I don't know how much of a fan they are of you, Dave, because you didn't call me special. And since my whole life, I've never been a Danielle. It's always been Danny. And for mm-hmm. some reason, Dave is calling me Danielle. And so my parents are, well, why are we not allowed to call you Danielle? And it's, mm. they can, you're changing the um, dynamic a little bit. there's not another Danny that's up at, at your house like there is here with Danny McRae. So we have to, <laughs> oh, how many times do we, hey, Danny? And we're like, what, what? And so, Danielle. <laughs> Happens. Danny McCray will just come have to hang out a little more, I guess. That way I can, can for them, I'll have to be Danielle then. Come out of the house. Come hang out at the house. That's what <laughs> yeah. gotcha. Yes, okay. we are going through our office dynamics here on the podcast. <laughs> That's what we're doing. Not that anybody cares. All right, here we go. Let's talk about this team. It's a Tuesday, so we're taking a big picture look around the, the NFL and how it relates to the Cowboys. First thing that stands out to me is Cowboys sitting at 3-0 and in the division. And there's the next closest team is one and two. Philadelphia is one and two. The Giants got to win this last week by some I don't know some fluke chance, uh, and they're now one and two. Fluke chance or a good quarterback? Well, good quarterback got him in position, but that missed field goal. That's oh, fluke chance. that's true. I, yeah, yeah, they, they right. should have lost. They that should game. have lost. But hey, hey, that's the NFL, and yeah. you take the wins where you can get them. Uh, but the Washington Redskins, after watching them last night, oh my gosh, it's it, the wheels are falling off. That Thumbs thing. Fire. Yeah, zero oh and three. Do you guys think at this point? Philly still is the greatest, if there is a threat, yes. the greatest yes. threat here in the NFC. Yeah, definitely yes. them. We do this, we do, and I'm Remember. guilty. Every, everybody does it. I'm not trying to throw shade. Like, you watch the games, you see the problems, and you overreact because you're only given so much evidence. But need we forget that the Cowboys were 3-5 and five at the halfway point of last year? Like, to write off a team with as much talent as the Eagles because they are 1-2, and two, is silly. Yeah. How much does the loss of their they like they've had a lot of guys that have been injured now, um, and one their defensive tackle out for the year. I think. I mean, how much does that affect what you think of them as a team and, and what kind of threat they pose to the Cowboys? Well, they have done a good job in, in recent years of of rallying with those injuries. So I, I yeah, that that hurts. And we saw just the Cowboys the way they played. I mean, we, we didn't talk about it at all yesterday that. Injuries were a factor, but no one wants to hear injuries if you're talking about your own team. But other teams, you can talk about. It. And if the Saints struggle, we, we'll know why, you know. But but if the Cowboys, if anybody struggles with injuries, you know, it's it's an excuse. But I do think the Eagles can turn it around. Let's not forget though, they've won one game and they beat the Redskins at home when they, they fell behind they in that fell game. behind and had a no, they, hard time. They do not look good. I'm not. I mean, they haven't looked good in any of the games but that they've played, really. If but you know, Nelson Aguilar catches that pass down the sideline, it's a touchdown, and they probably beat the Falcons. The irony I, that's what I was going to bring up is like the irony is that it's their their skill players are not showing up for them right now, and they got a lot of credit for that. I mean. 
the Cowboys got killed for giving up what they gave for Amari Cooper, and the Eagles got praised as this forward thing. And they are. The Eagles, that is a smart front office, but they gave up a third for Golden Tate, who's not on the team anymore. Uh, Wait. I thought he was just out for... Uh, he's with the Giants now. He, oh, yeah. Um, he's he out for the Giants. Yeah. But yes, yes, I got, you, I got you. The Eagles were the smarter of the two teams. Meanwhile, Amari yes. Cooper's killing it. Yep. Golden Tate's not even there. Nelson Aguilar can't catch anything. Got as, two injuries that are huge for them right now. Uh, Dallas Goddard, who also, you know, the Eagles got a lot of praise for jumping up and getting him, too. He's had problems with drops. Uh, so, you know, I, I know... Wince and Dak are always going to be compared because of their draft class, and that's the argument everybody wants to have. Like Carson Wentz is not getting a ton of help right now, uh, which maybe the Eagles didn't do as good of a job investing in their skill players as a lot of people thought they did. How much does that change, change in your opinion, when they get Alshon Jeffrey and Deshaun Jackson back? Yeah, no, for sure, and that's I don't think which is temporary. Obviously, both those guys are injured, but it's not long term. You yeah, cannot be right before the Cowboy game. That's <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not saying that the Eagles are going to like rip off 10 wins in a row or win the Super Bowl or any of that stuff but like if I just I don't believe that they're going to be like this for the whole season like they're going to they'll be fine in the long run all right, all right. um here was something else that stood out to me there are right now there are eight teams in the NFL that are unbeaten Cowboys are one of them here are the others New England Patriots Detroit Lions Green Bay Packers Los Angeles Rams Buffalo Bills Kansas City Chiefs San Francisco 49ers interesting thing apart about that is Five of those out of the seven that are unbeaten, that the Cowboys are not one. I mean, obviously, mm-hmm. that you don't count the Cowboys, are on the Cowboys' schedule here in the rest of the season. Which of those five, and I want you to put them in rank order, do you think pose the most Patriots. to least? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we'll take it for granted. Everybody's going to say the Patriots is number one. But most to least, who poses the biggest threats for the Cowboys as they have, they'll have to play all five of those and, teams? And I would say the Patriots probably regardless where the game is, but the fact that it's there... I mean, obviously, no doubt. I'm I'm a little annoyed is which and I get there's a point there is like it's a new season. You can never take anything for granted. None of the Patriots opponents have won a game. I know that they've played in the last three Super Bowls. It's okay to assume that they're probably pretty good. It's fine. And maybe this year even a little better than they've been. Certainly on their defense. Their defense is playing really, really remarkably good football. There's a guy on Twitter that that was kind of mad at us for not saying something. Yesterday, remember yeah. when, when about the uh, not mad, but he was just saying like you know Amber was talking about slow starts by Dak. Like why didn't you say anything about Tom Brady? And because like, he's won six Super Bowl rings. Yeah, so that's really why. Yeah, I mean that's it's hard to compare them. The the Patriots will be number one for me. Give me the Patriots one. Um, the and, and I try to keep as close an eye on the league as possible. I haven't seen all these teams play all their games. Um, the Packers, the Packers with their combination of their defense, and I know their offense has been pretty. Ugh, but when you have a quarterback like that, I trust that you can figure it out enough, especially if your defense is doing what theirs is. I say New England and Green Bay too. Uh, the yeah. only thing I think I would switch is Kansas City. Oh, I, I completely well, I'm not throwing Kansas City in there. Oh, we're no, we're no, only doing the, the five, teams on the schedule. Five oh, yeah. that are on the schedule. So you've got New England, Green Bay, Los Angeles, I, Buffalo, and Detroit. I, Detroit five, New England one. You guys figure out the middle. I go, well, five. the one that's interesting to me is really two and three. Where do you put Green Bay Rams. and the Rams? Yeah. Who, who's who's higher between Green Bay and the Rams? I, I, that is tough. I say Packers because we know we think we know what we're going to get. You know, because they're going to they're going to have ten days of rest on you, 
and the Cowboys will play Sunday night. They're going to play the Eagles Thursday, and then they'll have 10 days. You're smart. You're thinking of it literally in exact terms of how they're going to be on the schedule. Right. Which, yeah, the Packers will get a lot of fans there and all that kind of stuff where who knows what any team's going to look like in December. Um, But if Aaron Donald's on the field, then they're going to be (laughs) – they're going to be tough. I will say, two Rams. I mean, we've seen the last couple times Cowboys have played them, the struggles of playing that team. And is I mean, Gurley I mean, be offensively. Healthy? But even still, I mean, they've still proven that they can oh, they're gonna be tough. disrupt the defense. You have Aaron Donald on their defense. I think that might be right now more balanced. Yeah, than I mean, Bay. now I still think Aaron Rodgers is probably can, right. You know, even without think a, about Think about it, what you expect. Would you be most surprised the Cowboys win against the Packers in Week Five, or that they beat the Rams at home? I think I would surprised? probably be more surprised about the Rams win. So I, w- I would not. You know. I would be the opposite. Yeah. I, and, and again, maybe it's because I have PTSD dealing with AA Ron. I mean, yeah. like, I just that no, guy. But see, this is an that interesting. Guy me. It's interesting, and anybody who's ever listened to this show knows how I feel about Rodgers. Cowboys fans tell me they hate how much I love him all the time. He really. Since the 16 season, when he beat them here, he hasn't been that guy, really. Whether it's because of injury or problems with the scheme, he has not been that. Un- I know, no PTSD. But, but here's the thing: <laughs> the Ram- like the Rams have everything else, but I'm not sold on Jared Goff. There you go. Right. The Packers really don't have. I mean, Devontae Adams is great, but they don't have nearly as many weapons that scare you. But they have that quarterback who can flip it on and be transcendent whenever he wants basically right. i mean even if he hasn't been that guy recently you can't be 100 percent sure that he won't be and let's remember this is a new offense for him so I, i'm giving the offense i'm giving their off they're scoring enough points obviously because they're winning but I, i'm giving him the benefit i'm giving them the benefit of the doubt that as this thing keeps going their offense is going to get better and better and I better think because I'd rather, of his ability right so i think i would rank it new england green bay then the rams just because of how much respect i have for right. rogers but I think it's very good for the Cowboys that they get that game out of the way on October 6th. And because, you know, it still looks kind of ugly. Like their offense has not been in sync to any point so far this season. Kicking a lot of field goals, 10 points against the Bears, three field goals against the Broncos. So, but you know, when you're thinking about defenses, I think the Rams would have the best defense. I think the next one would be the Bills. You know, the Bills defense is really good right now. I think New England's up there. Yeah, I mean, and they play each other this week, so we'll, we'll find out. It'll be a great test for that Bills defense. But um, Bills Thanksgiving, you know, I don't. Th- that could be a hard game. New England has, when you look at points allowed and points scored, New England is. Uh, I think they are one in one category and two in the other. Cowboys are the only other team in the top five that are among these teams. Uh, Cowboys are number four at both points scored and points sure. allowed, and that's where. Cowboys fans will yell at you because the the Patriots have played arguably the three worst teams in the league. They've played the Jets, the Dolphins, and who they play last week? They played, oh, they played the, the Jets Steelers. last week. Steelers, yeah. Steelers, the Steelers yeah. who have Steelers not looked are, good. Yeah, they're struggling. So, and I get that, and they probably won't be as utterly dominant as the season goes along. But it's still a pretty good bet they're going to win eleven or twelve games because they do and, every year. And yeah. you know the thing about it is, is the two and uh, there's a couple of two and one teams that are probably. You know, scarier than you know the Bills and the and the uh, Lions. You're facing with, this weekend with the Saints and the Bears. Yeah. I mean, the Bears looked pretty good on on defense, and you know, I know a lot of people were saying about, man, I wish the Cowboys were like the Bears. You know, taking, but would you would you take that and then their offense? No, 
I don't. I wouldn't. I would take the Cowboys offense with their their defense over that. And that's kind of the point of what I was saying about the the Cowboys and the Patriots being the only two in the top five that are ranked in the top five in both those categories. Is the, what I love about this Cowboys team is they're really balanced. Um, and you can look at a lot of teams. There were a lot of teams that in this grouping that were in the top five in offense points scored. There were then another group of them that were in the top five in points uh, points allowed. It's only two that are in the top five in both, and I think that's the balance. Now, of course, both those teams, again, playing the Miami Dolphins helps, <laughs> and both those teams have played the Miami Dolphins. So let's see how the, how the season progresses, but as of right now, what we've seen so far, there seems to be a lot of balance on the Cowboys and a lot of balance with the Patriots. All right, we're going to take our first break. When we come back, I want to talk a little bit about some injured guys. Uh, there were some guys that missed this last game, and I want to talk about how their replacements played relative to them and what that may mean for the future when those guys come back. We'll do that when we, when we come right back. This is DallasCowboys.com Radio. While a player could look good on paper, it's when he's out on the field that you really find out what he's made of. That's why the Cowboys rely on more than just stats and scouting reports when building their team. When picking a tractor, it's why you should rely on more than just specs and features. You've got to take it out and put it to the test. The Cowboys did when they named John Deere their official tractor. Experience one for yourself. Visit myjohndeeredealer.com slash football. Do you want the most interesting, up-to-the-minute Dallas Cowboys news straight from the star in Frisco? How about exclusive and on-command? That's right, news and nuggets you can't find anywhere else. With our exclusive Cowboys content on Alexa, you can have all the answers, secrets, stories, and more. What's Stephen Jones thinking during a game? What's Joe Looney's favorite pregame meal? We take your questions to Cowboys players and coaches, and you can hear the answers directly back to you. Just say, Alexa, open Dallas Cowboys. Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys? Jack Black. Right now you can get the Jack Black Starter, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The starter includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Go to getjackblack.com slash cowboys and use the code word TEAMJB. That's getjackblack.com slash cowboys. The Jack Black Starter, 10 bucks. Free shipping. The excitement of Dallas Cowboys football is back at AT&T Stadium. The place is going crazy in Arlington, Texas. Don't miss your chance to see the Cowboys live when they host their NFC East rivals, the Eagles, Giants, and Redskins, plus the Green Bay Packers and more. Elliott works his way through and walks the dog. Single game tickets are on sale now. Get them before they're gone. First and goal, quarterback sneak. Prescott pushes up the middle. Touchdown. Visit DallasCowboys.com to get your tickets to today back to the break all right we talked about free to play last week and uh we actually played the game and uh, yeah we do i don't know how we did in in, in the game you but, know i should have i should have recorded all of our yeah. answers but i did yeah so it's a fun game you should check it out uh it's a predictive game on dallas cowboys app you can win prizes of ten thousand dollars for the grand prize you can also win uh, prizes each week fans must be 21 or older and logged into the app to play you can download the app access the on game days at dallascowboys.com slash app uh we played it last week and just kind of predicting 100 yards for zeke you know more or less are cowboys employees eligible for the 10,000? no 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 no. you can play and as a matter of fact after this we'll have a little meeting we're gonna play but we can't win damn okay can't bragging rights though although we do get bragging rights and 
There may be a lunch in it. Maybe we'll decide Ooh, that we'll go and get some tender barbecue. Yeah. You know, I'm just saying. Okay. There may be things that we can do with it okay. amongst ourselves to cool. have a little fun with this. So, uh, But, yeah, if you haven't checked out Free to Play, make sure you check it out. By the way, I heard from a couple people on Twitter they were having a hard time getting to it. The one thing I'll tell you is make sure you're updated. Like there's there's an update that come that came out uh, that updated the app so that you have access to that game. Make sure you've updated your app, um, and that'll make sure you can have access to the game. And then from there, you should be good. There are a couple other things we're working on to make it a little easier for you guys to get in and play. But make sure you get in, check it out. It's a fun game to play, and you can update it throughout the game to keep earning points each quarter. So. A lot of stuff to do. All right, let's jump back in. I want to talk about these injuries. Uh, there were three guys in particular that missed this last week's game due to injury. I want you guys to tell me three different things as I as I tell you a name. I want you to tell me what you know of their current injury status. Uh, I want you to tell me how comfortable you are with the person that replaced them in this last game, how they played. Um, and then number three, um, oh, and I'm sorry, those are the two things. And then I want to talk a little bit specifically more about uh, Tyrone Crawford and, and kind of what his role will be when he comes back. So let's start first with Xavier Woods. Uh, tell me what you know of his injury status at this point. He's expected to practice tomorrow. Good. So we'll see. So I mean, the whole four to six, that was just completely that was a bad, just, bad report. Bad report. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which we'll see. He, well, we got to see if he actually practices, but he is expected slash op, they're yeah. optimistic. The, the trainers um, – Stephen Jones, everybody was like, "What? What was that?" Like, yeah. you know, the, Before the report. Yeah, yeah. It was just that one. You know, then they're not not always like that. But you know, where you know, usually there's where there's smoke, there's fire. It's close, but with this one, I think he might have been able to get in there and practice and play. Um, if I, I kind of think the even the Cowboys looked at the Dolphins and said, "You know what? We're gonna we're gonna give you know the benefit of the doubt on on some of these injuries here, and we think we can win without them." And, and they did, but I mean, you could tell that it was kind of adding up a little bit. But I'll answer the second part. That being said, um, in our list of top ten performers for the game, uh, Darian Thompson came in, played well. Jason Garrett praised him. Uh, he did a nice job there replacing Xavier Woods. More depth. Another example of a guy uh, like Devin Smith. Drafted in the third round, didn't work out with his first stop with the Giants, and he's getting a chance to to play here, and he's making the most of it. Good depth there for the safety. Yeah, he had that that tackle that forced him to go for that field goal early mm-hmm. on. Yep, it's exciting to see a guy who was you know dealing with injuries early on in his career and been playing on special teams, but to get that opportunity to start and then perform well, I'm sure it's reassuring, yeah. and then you just have more confidence. And and that's on. and that's the Taco Charlton and guys like that that that. You know, Steven said he, he Stephen Jones will say he's going to go and play well. He thinks he'll have a good career, but these guys just need a fresh start for whatever the reason. Yeah. And uh, you know, I think Thompson's in that boat. Uh, definitely, Devin Smith has shown it. The best one on the team so far, I think, is Antoine Woods. Antoine Woods is a key player for this team, and he might be a guy you're going to mention here in a second. But he's another guy that didn't work out the first stop around, gets a new spot, gets in a group. Hot boys, all that. Next thing you know, we're leaning on Antoine Woods. This is a question that I kind of already know the answer to, but I have to ask it because I know fans will ask it. Is Darian Thompson the kind of guy that's good enough that when Xavier Woods is back that maybe he still works in and maybe they have a rotation or that maybe he becomes um, a viable option at some point, maybe even not this year, maybe after this year's done, uh, to replace um, Heath? We haven't seen they they really loved that three safety thing in 2016 when JJ Wilcox was here. They did it a lot. They haven't done it as much recently. And I Donovan think Donovan Wilson might be a little might be the guy even for more next ahead of, of Darian Thompson. Oh, you're saying next year? Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm just talking about if you're not going to re-sign Heath, but I think I think you 
I think they look at both of them, to be honest with you. Yeah. I and I mean and over the course of the year they'll throw a lot of different stuff out there, but like I don't I don't expect them to be doing a three safety look on a heavy basis. I am I'm long term I'm curious what that means. You know, Jeff Heath's in a contract year. You could probably re sign him for a reasonable amount of money. Like I don't I don't know that he's gonna be in huge demand or Will Thompson or Wilson be good enough to move into that role next year? I believe Thompson was the first player they signed in free agency. You know, there's a lot of talk about getting him and uh, Jamez. Like they were like the first two guys, and you know, and there were lots of jokes about it. Well, yeah, because it was like they're trying to get a safety. Is Earl Thomas going to be the guy? And like, we got a safety. He's a veteran. (laughs) He was a high pick. Yeah, and his name is Darian Thompson. And and played pretty good so he played, far. He yeah. played well. Yeah. yeah. All right, let's talk about Antoine Woods. Tell me what his current injury status is and then how comfortable you feel with him uh, being replaced by Tristan Hill. Knee injury. Not uh, expected back no, this week. Probably not going to play in this game. Okay. And, uh, what are your thoughts on Tristan this last game? I thought well, he played well. well and actually, when Christian Covington. Yeah, it was Covington really. The reason why, love on I my guess the reason name. why I was asking that is because Tristan was the guy that actually got the bump. To, to actually getting playing he time. He got to play. But yeah, Covington talk about started. both of them and, and how you think they, they performed relative Covington to... got hurt with the, you know, right. gruesome, terrible uh, calf injury, but came back and You played. always have respect for the calf injury. <laughs> no doubt, <laughs> man. He, and, and during he, the game, Nick's like, man, that calf injury He came to back come and back played from. on that thing. I was like, man, that's good. <laughs> calf injuries, no joke. Uh, uh, but probably getting a much better rehab over there uh, than I did. Probably. Um, but anyways, I thought he played pretty well. And, and Tristan... In this, in the on those goal line plays, did a good job of kind of knifing yeah. in there, and making some plays. Danny brought up Thompson's tackle on the goal line. Hill blew up the line yeah. that he yeah. so he had the alley to make the tackle. So, um, I actually Tristan I, Hill. It looks it. way better in '97. I actually i I was just looking at the snap counts because I, I was looking at Robert Quinn and I didn't. I don't. I didn't look at Hills. I'm curious. I, I need to go back and look at that. Like he didn't play a gigantic amount of snaps. Like Covington. Really, you know, for whatever reason, he didn't come off the field a lot. But in the opportunities he got, I thought he'll look good. How do you think, with regards to Covington, you feel comfortable about him being the guy with Antoine Woods out, presumably more games, um, especially now facing two teams back-to-back that are really good teams, really good offensive teams? Yeah. When you say comfortable, I mean, I, I want Antoine Woods to come back. but like, You think there's an appreciable difference between the two? That's no. That was a lot of dead air. I like. I don't. You're you know, thinking. It's okay. I, it's just, I don't know if Antoine Woods is like, and you know, this all pro just Fletcher Cox disrupt Let's, the line. But I think you want all hands on deck. My point was going to be, I don't think it's a dire enough situation that they call a guy up from the practice squad or something like that. I was about like to that. say that. I was kind of. I was like, they will? I said, let's look into that. Let's uh, on the numbers because they did get in a situation with obviously Tyrone mm-hmm. Crawford is is. He's probably next on your list to yeah. talk about, but I don't think he's going to play this week either. And so he's your best defensive end that can slide in. We saw Kerry Hyder do it. Um, maybe Matter of fact, a, he played every position this last week. Yeah, Jerry mentioned that this he morning on the radio tackle, call. Yeah. Um, but you know, when you when you get to the game, I mean, could Daniel Wise maybe be someone that that you think about? Because let's just look at the numbers. You're gonna you're gonna start with Covington and Malik. In the inside with Quinn and and D Law on the outside, and then you're going to rotate in. Your next four guys are going to be Dorrance Armstrong, Hyder, um, Hill, Tristan Hill, and then I'm missing uh, Joe Jackson. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
I guess they haven't done more than eight anyways, right? Yeah. They haven't done nine this can year. Can Joe Jackson slide down? Yes. Yeah. He hasn't done it a lot, but he can. I'm just thinking about what are your options if you lose a defensive tackle during this game. Right. They lost a defensive Hider. tackle yeah. during the week three. And Basically, you just say you yeah. got to just go the whole game. I don't know if Wise is the – I mean, he's he hasn't played. I don't know. I was going to say, do you think wa- he would be ready? Welcome to the NFL and just go up Sunday night football, the Saints. The other thing, tomorrow. too, is the way the roster is right now, how comfortable do you feel about cutting a guy to move Daniel Wise onto the roster? I mean, if it's you, a guard, I'll be all right. Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you. I mean, you have Brandon Knight and Adam Redman, but I'm just thinking, if you think Crawford and Woods can be back for Week Five, True. maybe you just try you to have get five through this. safeties. Do you need five safeties? Well, no. For all the smack we've talked about him, Kayvon Frazier almost blocked a punt the other day. He's playing well, special teams. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. I I don't think they need to do that. I think Covington Hill and you know, these other guys being able to move around, I think they can get through this game. All right, let's move on to Tyrone Crawford. What's his status? And uh, obviously the guy that replaced him is going to probably be his replacement. But that's a question for you guys of what happens even when he comes back. See, that's I, I don't worry about that. People always try to make it a big deal. I did, I did look this up. Quinn played more than they thought he would, mm-hmm. and it was 65%. So And, and he was third on the D-line in terms of snaps. The, uh, Demarcus Lawrence got about 67, and Malik Collins played 76. That's probably because they're shorthanded at tackle more than right. anything. So even your best linemen are off the field a third of the time. So there's room for both of them. Yeah. Like Quinn, I mean, Quinn will get the start, and you'll probably have him in in obvious pass rushing situations because he's clearly got the speed and the bend. I'm, uh, that was impressive. Yeah. Um, and but but Tyron Crawford, there will be snaps for him to get oh, out well, there. Third and long is going to be much better because, you know, the guys you have to play in in the interior. Uh, I've seen Malik out there. Uh, they, they put Hyder in there. You know, from a third and long pass rushing situation, if Crawford can be in there, that's a much better rusher mm-hmm. than you got your two. You know, Law and um, D Law and and Quinn on the outside. So uh, now when it gets to third and four, third and five. I don't know if that's the best spot. I still like to have Malik and maybe Woods, you know, in case there's a draw or something like that. Because I tell you what, this week, this is not there in Sproles. I mean, this isn't this little, you know, Westbrook type of guy. He's he's that height, but he, I mean, he's running right in the middle. Like he's he's a different animal. This he is. A, a really, really, Kamara, a really, really good football player. It's so impressive that, it's so impressive to me that coming out of college, people even questioned whether he could run between the tackles. And now you see him being a, a back that literally is hard to take down. You get a hand on him, oh, it's hard to take him down. And it's not like it's, legs. yeah, it's not like it's a situation where he's just so slippery, which he's a quick guy. But at the same time, like he'll run through a, a tackle. Like it's it's just amazing to me that that was so off for so many people of thinking what he really could be. I love it when, football people basically admit that they don't know everything because like Pete Carroll went on the radio in Seattle on Monday and was like I didn't know he could run between the tackles that way and like everybody on Twitter was like you didn't because he's been doing it since he got in the league I mean I know he split time with Ingram and he was kind of the gadget guy but like he can run and he his balance might Mm -hmm. be the best in the league yeah I think he's he's as close to and he's even quicker but he's he's similar to Ladanian Tomlinson, I guess, when you're talking hmm. about just height, not that big, but yet really hard to bring down. But I I think that he is faster and quicker than LT. Um, and yes, I call him LT. 
I know. And that's because y'all without, like that. Without Breeze, I think no, just... no, I, I, no. That's not because of that. It's because oh, I was I was one time at a at a conference or whatever with some other teams yeah. in the league, and I called them LT, and the Giants guys were like, "Listen, there's only <laughs> one LT." Okay. I'm like, "Actually, there's two. Yeah, it's no, fine. there's one LT. They're both in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> okay, it's right. fine. Okay." They're right. good. What were you going to say? I was just going to say, I think it'll be interesting, too, with Bridgewater instead of Breeze playing. I mean, they still have plenty of weapons down the field. But, I mean, Kamara's, I mean, taking a heavy load now. So, it'll be a tough test for the defense. I To go off that, I put the, I retweeted this. Uh, one of my favorite football followers on Twitter, he cut up all of Teddy's completions against the Seahawks. And no disrespect intended to him because I think it's the smart way to play it dink and dunk city like Mm -hmm. he maybe took two shots further than 15 yards downfield like literally just putting it in Kamara's hands and Michael Thomas's hands and letting them make the Mm -hmm. plays and that's you know it's your first start in three years on the road in a tough environment that makes sense I don't know if it's going to look exactly like that but I just think tackling is going to be such a big part of this game because they're going to be leaning on skill players more so than the quarterback whereas obviously when you have breeze it's a little bit of a different story let's take our final break when we come back we still have to talk about michael gallup and how devin smith is playing replacing him we'll also get some questions you guys can call us 888-855-2297 we also have some questions coming in via twitter you can hit me at Derek eagleton and i'll answer the answer some of those questions as well be right back this is dallascowboys.com radio your new apartment's big. Such a great deal. Uh, it's okay. Just okay? What's not too... Right above the subway! Well, I bet you don't even notice it after the... That's my neighbor, Angus! A deal that's just okay is not okay. Get a great deal with America's Best Network. Come into an AT&T store and learn how to buy one smartphone and get a second one on us. Based on GWS1 score September 2018. It's time for Tailgate with the Otterbox boys. Otterbox? The makers of those crazy protective phone cases? The one and only. They're also wild about protecting parking lot parties from sad drinks. It's why they made Elevation Tumblers. Rumor around the Crock-Pot is they're made from stainless steel with a copper lining to keep temps hot or cold. True. They even come in seven different sizes, up to 64 ounce, the growler. Mm. I like how Otterbox drinks. I mean, thanks. And that's been tailgating with the Otterbox boys. Check out all the colors and sizes of their elevation tumblers at otterbox.com. A man's Stetson doesn't just protect him from life's elements. It projects an unstoppable and legendary spirit, just like the men wearing silver and navy on the field every Sunday. Since 1865, Stetson hats are American-made with pride right here in Texas. They are still the official crown of all self-respecting cowboys. And Stetson is proud to be on the field with America's team. Find Stetson hats in the pro shop or at stetson.com today. Star Sports Tours is the only official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, offering exclusive game weekend travel packages with sideline access and photo ops with current players, alumni, and cheerleaders. That's not all, though. You'll get to talk X's and O's with Senior Director of Player Personnel Will McClay and, of course, with yours truly, me, Brian Broaddus. You can trust the official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, and with us, you'll travel like a pro. Visit CowboysTravel.com to book your travel package today. To the break. Welcome back. It is the final segment of the break live from the SWBC Mortgage Studios at the Star. We're talking about some of the injured guys and the guys that have replaced them, uh, how well they are playing. We had one more I wanted to talk about, Michael Gallup. 
uh, missed this last game. He's had surgery at this point. Um, it's a waiting game to see when he will return. Devin Smith has been taking his place. What do you guys think of his performance and then going into the future? How comfortable do you feel with him being really that guy that's opposite Amari Cooper and one of the top three on this team? I, I think we uh, we, we kind of disagreed last week on how much of an impact it would be. I thought that um, they would do – I thought Devin Smith would step in. and Nothing against Michael Gallup, but I just thought that it would be okay. But Dave was like, nah, I wasn't comfortable with that. And I think we did see that Gallup was missed more than I thought he would be. You think you think that what we saw at the beginning of the game was a result of Michael Gallup not being Yeah, because they weren't getting open. I mean, like the line was the line was blocking fine. Those guys weren't getting open. And Xavier and Howard's a really good corner, and he got beat at times by Amari. It was a great matchup, but he won some. The other guys really weren't winning early in the game. They did later on, but early in the game they weren't. And I think Gallup. Was I think that would that would they missed that? Yeah, I think it. I think it's a testament to how good Gallup has mm-hmm. become and how much work he did. He just he looks different out there. And yeah. and I thought Devin Smith played fine. I just looked it up. He had two catches for thirty nine yards. I, and and he has a role to play. And I like having him on this team. And they obviously won. Credit to Dak. He still spread the ball around. It's not like they missed Gallup so much that the offense fell in the tank. But I really. At the risk of overreacting, like I think Gallup could be one of the best number twos in the entire league yes. by the end of the season. We, yep, we saw a progression, a, a major progression from last year, and I think not seeing him, we realized how much he truly has improved. I think, I think Smith and, and Wilson played fine. I mean, they're obviously not to Gallup's level yet. I mean, maybe mm-hmm. yet. I, I don't know if that'll just improve more chemistry with Dak, maybe just getting more time with him. I will say I am more relieved from what we saw in the backfield. I mean, obviously we knew that Zeke could hold his own, but also knowing that you have Pollard, who you can also use as a receiver, and you still have Cobb, I, I'm not like shaking in my boots over the fact that Gallup isn't ready. I think yeah. we'll miss him against the Saints secondary, but... I think they I mean, they can obviously still win matchups, but I, Gallup just takes this thing to another level, in my opinion, which is... and. The prognosis was two to four weeks, so I get why people are asking, but he's he's not going to be ready for this game. And I just I wonder. I can't see the I, I can't see the Packer game either. I, I don't think so. And that's again, I get why people are asking, but anytime somebody's cutting into your knee, I think you need to use the longer timeline. Like it's but, ne- it's never going to be if it's two to four weeks. I just don't believe it's ever going to be two when you're literally you had surgery. I just don't think that's you realistic. Forget that. Like if, yeah. if it were a normal person, like well, right. you're not going to be ready in two weeks. For, here, go ahead. It's especially for a position that you know relies on your speed, relies on your cutting and 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 you know sudden bursts and all that stuff. I just can't see that that's going to happen. But um, I will. I'll say another thing about why I think he's taken it to another level with Gallup is that he's. He's a, a well-rounded receiver for a second-year guy. He's a deep threat. He's a he's an over-the-middle guy. He shows toughness. He's been hit hard at times. He's, his hands have been. He's had some uh, bad ball catches at, at times uh, early in the game when Dak wasn't really on. He was making some great throws. Uh, just well in the air. I mean, he's doing all of the things except for scoring touchdowns. He hasn't done that just yet. But I mean, 
the other guys are doing that. I, I just think he he's very well rounded, and for a third round pick in his second year at a Colorado State to be like that is, is really impressive. And I think you have to give credit to the coaching staff. And Sanjay was supposed to be a great teacher, and I think you're seeing that from him. Not not just coaching staff. I mean, obviously credit to them, but he talks to a lot about just watching Amari Cooper, mm-hmm. watching him in practice, seeing how he runs his routes. How how can I make that work for me? What is he doing to get open so many times in games? And I think that's really cool too. Is they're working together and he's taking advantage and he's just he's saying, you know, during practice I just watch Amari. I watch and I learn from him. What a, I can't believe Oakland wouldn't want him. I mean, I don't know what was going on. Don't know the situation. How, I, mean, Khalil? I was gonna say, as good as Cooper is, like did yeah. you see Mac last night? Man. Like how did you Yeah. I don't it's <laughs> they were, I, NFL teams do so much stupid stuff in the name of ego. And it happens here too, but I mean I don't know how you chalk that up as anything other than ego out there to not want to just want one of because no matter if you're rebuilding or not, I'd love to rebuild around a guy like that. <laughs> now, of course, they may be looking at it like, well, you start thinking about salaries and all that kind of stuff. It's better to take lower salaries with guys that'll grow together than what you have to pay him. But I just feel like when you got a guy like that, he's gonna make you. He's gonna get you at least a couple wins. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. his ability will get you a couple wins that you otherwise were not gonna get. What were you gonna say about Gallup? Well, I, I, I'm pretty sure I remembered an interview that Stephen Jones did after the injury, saying that. There were times that he's seen guys with this kind of surgery yeah. come back a little closer to that yes. two-week time frame than the four, which is the only reason that it gave me some semblance of a possibility that he could be back closer to the two rather than the four. But again, you just never know what those and, – and what he might be talking about may not be right wide receivers where you're running you know, a, a half marathon every every game, right? Like that may be a, a difference there that, that he wasn't necessarily accounting for. Jerry and Stephen Jones both said that. It's, it's just my personal experience is like I try to err on the side of caution with that. Um, I would be – I think they play the Jets after the Packers. Mm-hmm. That's the earliest that I would think he could come back. But we'll see. For the Jets game. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I also did have a question here. It's kind of on the same topic from Yuma Cactus. He says, are you going to keep rolling with six wide receivers when Tavon's back and healthy? How does that work when Tavon comes back? He's expected to practice Wednesday, too. Here we go. So, again, we'll see. It's not Wednesday. He hasn't practiced yet. I don't I don't know. I mean, what, would you move Cedric back down because Tavon can return and, yeah. and I, kind I, of similar in play? No, I, I would, honestly. I'm with it. I, mean, I mean, Cedric hasn't really given you something where you're like, oh, we can't play without Cedric, right? And that's nothing against him, but I don't think he's done anything that made you think, well, Tavon's well, back, Tavon wouldn't be your return guy, right? What, what would you – I mean, that's a good point, but then – you know, for what? I mean, what what are we moving him down for? I mean, who who are well, you? Maybe you don't have to, right? That's true. You know, who? Yeah, you don't have to move Cedric to get Tavon onto the field. Well, that you defensive might have to lineman that you told maybe, maybe you want to move up. Maybe uh, that's your answer, uh, right? That maybe that gets your defensive lineman up. We right? got we got there. Yeah, <laughs> it took I, us a little while. But we got there. If Tavon's a if Tavon's completely healthy, I I I could roll with that, and that gives you the spot. I mean, no disrespect to Cedric. I think he's played well the last two weeks, but. Tavon's got that speed that makes him an, a, a weapon in the offensive backfield. He can be one of your two return men. And you need all hands on deck for a game like this. I think you need to be able to throw as many different options at that defense as yeah. you can possibly ha- well, have. And I think that's just one extra one. When, you know, at some point Gifford's going to come back here. Yeah. And when he Saw does. him doing rehab this he, morning. Is he going to be active? So, um, you know, I I think you could get – you could. Definitely get your ninth lineman on the team, but can you get him active? We couldn't get 
taco active. You know, you couldn't get those guys active. So uh, I, I don't know. I don't know what, how that's going to work out because once these guys start getting injured, it's going to be tougher again to come up with these seven inactives. Yeah, I'm interested to see when, when all these guys are injured or not injured. What happens at the safety position? You know, we've talked about Donovan Wilson, but is he the guy that's the odd man out I as far so. as being active just because they're like he can still grow into the position these other guys are playing for us right yes. now? He can't be as good as Kayvon right. on special teams. Right. That's what that's why Kayvon's here. I, I could absolutely see him being a healthy scratch, much to the consternation of his rapidly growing fan base. <laughs> All right. Um Let's let's give you a second question here from uh, UR Seven Days uh, from Twitter. Uh, I don't know how much you, you guys know about this, but he asked, "Is there any truth to the Jamal Adams rumors?" And really, let's kind of extend this out a little bit more. Of just is Listen. this a situation where this is even an option for the Cowboys based upon what they currently have and where they currently sit with regards to their salary? Cap? Nobody wants El Presidente. LSU Tiger Jamal Adams to be here more than I do. But just for the record. He like he unfollowed the Jets on Instagram. Actually, and, well, and then he went on. Uh, Diana Rossini, the ESPN reporter, cleared up with him, and he's like, "I've never followed them." Which right. maybe that's a lie, maybe it's not. But like, I need more. I need more substantiation to believe that that. I mean, Jalen Ramsey's literally out here being like, "I want to be traded. I'm not coming in. I'm sick." And Jamal Adams be, hasn't done any of that. Just to be clear, there is a, a tweet from Jamal Adams that's circulating right now. It was actually from 2016 where he said something about the Dallas Cowboys. He tagged the Dallas Cowboys and said something like, I'm going to check something out or whatever, and tagged the Cowboys. My understanding is that was a, a tweet that happened a long time there ago. Are very and it's resurfacing, and people are thinking, oh, wait, my God, what does this mean? Is he the kid from right. Hebron? Yes, he yes. comes to Dallas all the time. He literally right. grew he, up 15 miles away. Okay. Right. He's he comes here to work out. He's visited the Hebron uh, team practices and stuff. Like he, he was the kid that was playing when we went to that high school yeah, game. You and I watched him play like senior year in high school. Was he yeah. really good in high school? Yes, he oh, took over like the whole game. All over. Yeah, <laughs> yeah <laughs> all but, over but, the field. And, but Dave, you know, following LSU was like that kid is going to LSU, and I'm like, oh okay. And then here we are. Old. Yeah, I know. Huh? <laughs> Y'all are old. Yeah, that was that was Not my me. first year. Yeah, kind of. Huh? Not me. Yeah, you're a baby. Yeah, you're still a child. <laughs> no, oh, the other, the other, the other thing he did, I forgot. Um, he got a. I hate the fact that I know this. It's so lame. Like he got a new iPhone, and he took a picture of it, and it was like new number soon. And he just so happened to position. <laughs> he funny. just so happened to position the phone next to his tattoo of the Dallas Stars logo because he's from Dallas. Or was it a mistake? I mean, no, it's not a mistake, but yeah. literally it could mean 18 different okay. things. Yeah. What year is he in, in the NFL? Uh, this is his third season. His third so season. So he's got two years left yeah. under rookie And this control. is the guy that's been to the Pro Bowl one or two times? One. He was one, one time. who tackled Has he been, the, was the he all pro? this year. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> was he all pro? I don't think he was all pro. No. He's a good player. He's a really, very really good, good player. player. All right, would yeah. you do a, a one for him? But again, he there's no, no proof right that he is seeking a trade. That's right. the thing that I'm because with Ramsey and Fitzpatrick, like their agents put that out right. there. Mm-hmm. Right. This is just like, would you like to have a great player on your team? Of course I would. Yeah. Do you want Tom Brady? Yeah, of uh, course. Maybe so. Yeah. What's, um, what are they asking? I mean, yeah, I'd probably give up a first round pick. You get so you got. I would. You have as many games left in this season as. So, uh, uh, sorry, 13 games left. Then you got him again next year. Then you got him again on his fifth-year option. So two cheap years and one still kind of cheap year because safety salaries aren't crazy anyway. And, and then, you know, you're going to probably be a 
definitely in the lower half, I think, of you know anywhere from 16 to maybe 27, 28. If you would do it for Minka Fitzpatrick, I don't see any reason why you wouldn't do it for Jamal Adams. My only Adams. thing at this point is, and this is not about Jamal Adams, this is just overall, with, with all the money that the Cowboys are going to be shelling out here to these guys on these second deals, your lifeblood is going to be the draft. You're going to need to be able to get some really good talent in here well, cheaply true. Well, for well, the full five years, right. not for two years, for the full four or five yes, years. True, you but, need that. True, and but we just saw that when you pick 28, you could he could be on the street in two years. Yep, but we also saw Travis Frederick. I understand. We, I mean, there have been I, other guys I, that have been late in the I, first round that you hit on. I right? get it. So I mean, yeah, you just yeah, got to draft Zach, that. Yeah. Zach but see, that's why I wouldn't want to trade for Jalen Ramsey because one, no. I have to believe it would cost you multiple picks, and two, you don't get that much time with him. It's just like Amari. The Cooper. money's going up. But is Jamal Adams going to do what you know Zeke did right. and all these other? And is it time? He might not even get that fit that those two years yeah, that you're he thinking might, about. You know, I don't know. Maybe he's going to. I don't think Jamal Adams is good enough to hold out two years ahead of time. Zeke is like the only person that's. But ever maybe a done year. That. But maybe a year, and then only you going to get that one year for cheap. My whole point is just. So you get. I believe right now. Okay. I believe right now. I need four to five years in order to make it work with all the guys I have to pay. I need four to five years on all those guys I'm bringing in. So I need that first-round pick because that first-round pick is going to be my lifeblood. That's yeah. how I'm going to keep right. replenishing my I'm, team. I'm know? with you. I wouldn't give up multiple picks for him. Yeah. But I'd be sorely tempted to do Okay. Is even, that if he wasn't your LSU guy? Would no. You no, I'm definitely biased. He's <laughs> one of my. He Fitzpatrick, who yeah. plays did, on the did, other team. I true, did very want Fitzpatrick. True, very true. But That's a good point. Jamal Adams is one of my all-time favorite Tigers. Yeah. Um, but, it's, okay, so you get 13 games. Then next year, so you get 20 – I can't do math. That's 29 games? Get 29 games before you have to worry about that, and then there's still the – Assuming he doesn't option. hold out. Assuming he doesn't hold yeah. out early. And yeah. then ideally, if he doesn't hold out at all, you get almost three complete seasons with him. I think that would be worth it. All right. We appreciate you guys. Jo- For the record, Uh-oh. he has not requested a trade. I'm just yes, – we're not yes. tampering. We're no, not, not talking about this. No, this is just this is just one of those fun conjecture Just throwing things. stuff at the wall. All right. We appreciate you guys joining us. We'll be back tomorrow. <laughs> Last year was tampering. Uh, 11, 11.45. Yeah, that was plenty of that. 11.45. Uh, for Nick Eben, Dave Hellman, and Danny Sarek, this is Derek Eagleton. This is The Break, live on DallasCowboys.com radio. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this,